0: entertainment, dating, sex, relationships, and social issues from a sometimes ratchet but mostly woke perspective. So subscribe to That's What I'm Saying, the podcast. We're on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Stitcher, Tune TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, your mama's house, your baby daddy's house. Also, y'all, please follow us on Instagram at TwizPod and watch That's What I'm Saying, the TV. calling this episode i have a swirl <laughs> i may not get to the mountaintop but i'm gonna swirl my way up there hey <laughs> all right you right. right up in this ratchet minute all right so girl i i'm gonna start this ratchet minute off with tyler Perry and his <laughs> shenanigans you know i try you know i try not to criticize people creative people because i know cr- being creative is in the eye of the beholder, and you know what's what's yeah, in style yeah. and what's good is relative to that person. But it just seems like Tyler Perry consistently puts out trash work, just trash work all across the board. I'm not a Tyler Perry fan. I know he's done great things for the community. He's provided a great platform with building these studios. He's hired a lot of actors and and has given them this start. But his work is trash. He, can, he was in the news, um, maybe like a week or two ago, he posted something on Instagram or the socials and he, it was a video of him, uh, panning all of the scripts that he has been working on. Uh-huh. And so he was so proud to say that he does not have a writer's room. He writes all of his own work and he, you know, the, the, I guess the topic of that or the point of that was to say his work ethic, his great work work ethic because he writes all of his own scripts I write my own rhymes and that he should mean. not he should <laughs> he absolutely should not so his latest his latest uh, venture movie is called a fall from grace and it's on Netflix now and let me tell you the only reason why I watched it or attempted to watch it is because I watched The Breakfast Club and Brisha Webb was up there um, she's oh, like nice. a, uh, she's from Baltimore She's a comedian. She is. This girl is hilarious. She is absolutely hilarious, and she had me dying every time she's on The Breakfast Club. I watch her. I used mm-hmm. to watch her in a little, you know, some sitcom she was in back in the day. But I'm like, let me watch, let me watch it because I like her, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and funny thing, a couple last summer, I thought I saw her in um, at <laughs> <She laughs> <did> a picnic, <laughs> and I ran up on her, and it wasn't her. <laughs> I think you told me that. <laughs> yeah, I had some liquid courage. I was like, oh, Brisha, I love you so much. Breisha's like, I am not Bresha. It's too hot for all that. Anyway. No. <laughs> anyway, so I turned this movie on. I got my little snacks together. I got my blanket, got my pillow, got on the, mm-hmm. the couch, got all comfortable. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna I'm I'm get this a old, a good old try. Mm-hmm. The starting scene, the opening scene, I was like, what the fuck is this? The, st- the opening scene. I was like, what is this? <laughs> What is, I made it like 20 minutes and I was like, I can't, I can't watch this anymore. So the internet shredded him, shredded him. So there's like this video that's floating around, uh, an article floating around of, and they listed everything that was wrong with, uh, with this movie. So one of the main things is there's a scene where the main character, Bresha Webb in the, in the, in the movie, she plays, uh, an attorney. And so she's in the, I guess she's in a jail visiting her client. And it's a scene where she's talking to the client. And one scene, the woman has a wig on. The camera goes to Brisha. It goes back to the lady. She has a a different wig. (laughs) In the same scene. Wardrobe change. In the same scene. And then there's also, like, um, the guy who plays this woman's husband has a flat-top wig on (laughs) for no reason at all. (laughs) Like, why do you have a flat-top wig on? (laughs) terrible and then there are other scenes like there's a scene where they're in the cafe and in the background you know there's extras in the scene yeah with the man in the cafe who's drinking a cup of air there's nothing in his cup <laughs> and, and he, he, he's he's eating like he's picking up his fork to eat there's nothing on his fork like he's fake eating air <laughs> I remember how you used to do if you were in the your high school plays or your, your middle school plays? Right. You'd be in the background pretending. Yeah. Terrible. <laughs> terrible. And there's even a scene, um, a courtroom scene where the camera is behind the judge. The judge, they recorded this. The judge has the script in front of him. And it's being recorded. <laughs> Tyler Perry said he put this movie out in five days. And clearly it shows. He, the <laughs> continuity of this is terrible. The editing is terrible. The writing is terrible. His characters are so one-dimensional. It's just his, It's just terrible. you know. And I, I think Tyler Perry should develop a writer's room. He should absolutely have a writer's room. He should never himself walk into that writer's room. <laughs> <laughs> he should not go into the writer's room at all. Just, you know, I think he... he you know, the door. I <laughs> think <laughs> he, I think he is in a position where he can be a producer. He can fund, you know, great productions and great creative works. He has a studio where people can come and shoot their creative works. I think he should leave the creativity to other people who are actually creative. <laughs> well, I mean, real talk. Now I want to see it just because what you said. is. I posted something on one of my little social accounts and, um, and it's so funny because some people are like, they, I, they're they like, I hate this movie. And then there are other people who are like, I love this movie. It's so realistic. I'm like, what is realistic about this movie?
1: What is it? What do you find <laughs> as realistic?
0: <laughs> what is it? Like, I, I, I'm, I'm not going to tell you. I didn't finish watching the movie, but I, I, I read like spoilers. I'm like, I don't Do you want to spoil it or no? Go ahead because I'm, I'm gonna okay. watch it just for the comedy factor. So, I guess the, the plot twist because you know he always got a bad plot twist. So, Felicia Rashad, and there's some good, and that's another thing I like about Tyler Perry. Like, he, he puts like some of our, you know, our good act, like Felicia Rashad is in this movie. Put him to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cicely Tyson's in this movie, and you want to see these. What? These Cicely Tyson is in it? Yeah, she's been in oh, this movie yeah she's been in a few of his movies but he puts these people to work so it's like you want to watch and support it but the plot twist is that felicia rashad and i think one of her sons or somebody one of her kids they kidnap people and put them in the basement and steal their social security check stop so it that was the plot twist come on claire come on now <laughs> right <And> i'm like <laughs> I just, so i'm like is that that's relatable like you, th- this is so re- like you've had that situation before where you knew someone who was kidnapping people and putting them in the basement and stealing their checks. When did that happen to you? Keeping them alive and feeding them. Right. When did that happen to you or anybody you've known personally? <laughs> like, how is that realistic? But anyway, all right. well sad. I think it's fair to say you didn't you don't like the movie. I didn't care for it. I didn't care for it. Um. Yeah. So why? So I will watch it just laugh. Yeah. Let me right. know mm-hmm. <laughs> Laughter. Laughter and entertainment. Okay. All right. Well, moving on. So did you hear this? Um, so yesterday we honored the legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King. And uh so Amari Hardwick, aka um, well, he really is a ghost now, and and his wife say that they are honoring King's legacy through their marriage. Did you hear this? No, so, I did not. <laughs> so um, so evidently, we all know that he's married to, which isn't she the most prettiest uh, white woman in the world? Yeah. Nah. I, <laughs> oh, yeah. You mean you take the W.O. off and you keep the man. <laughs> it, is, it is, you know, she she's not unattractive. I don't think, I would never call her unattractive, but she has some very masculine features. She looks okay. very masculine. She's a very face. I've heard you give some... Um... <laughs> That's all. That's all I'm gonna say on, on tape. <laughs> I'm gonna leave the rough, rugged, and raw for um, all. But um, she well, wait. I I know how you I know how you feel about her features. In any case, um, so and they call I don't know if this is wife or they call her. her he calls her his part. I don't know so if partner, or wife, whatever. whatever. Jennifer. I I so, what's that? I think they're married. I think they're married. So evidently she was kind of feeling the spirit of Martin Luther King yesterday. So she posts on her, I think it was on Twitter. She posts quote unquote, she says, I have a dream that one day little black boys and girls will be holding hands with little white boys and girls. This is what Dr. Martin Luther King said. She said every day I live in knowledge and appreciation of how one person's dream can affect the lives of countless others. We owe it to ourselves and the rest of humanity to dream, to fight, and to stand. He did, so we can, end quote. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, you know how the Twitter's is. Black black is undefeated. So, they just went in between him and her. Like, that was not Dr. King's message, uh, was for interracial marriages, which is kind of what she might have been saying. I don't know. I just... What, throw the whole conversation away? Like, what? Is- <laughs> Dr. King did not march in his good slippery earls for you to get some black dick. That, that was not the purpose of those marches at all. <laughs> it just wasn't. You know, we, we wanted to have good school books, we wanted to not be terrorized by uh, white people. It was not about you. Not winning. so you could live out your Mandingo fantasy. Right? That was not the purpose at all, ma'am. Ma'am, <laughs> a, it, it, it's so interesting how white women will always come into a black space and and, and turn the, the whole premise of whatever that space is and make it about them. They do it all the fucking time. I, it's so funny that you say that. Off topic, but on topic. I was watching. You, it's this guy on Instagram. I gotta find his name, but he takes these white girl videos you know they'll some evidently it was this white girl who discovered uh a chicken cheese steak in harlem <laughs> so she says that nobody knows about it and so he just chopped up her video like bitch what are you talking about like you know she it was like she discovered it she's like it's a little known thing in some spot she went all the way uptown to get yeah. this this <laughs> chicken chopped steak and she, it was so funny so yeah um i i i, I just think this is well you know what is she she's feeling happy about her husband I don't know I mean go ahead <laughs> but I mean you can, you can feel happy about your relationship and be proud that you have this husband that you love and you got a good solid family foundation but that was not the purpose of Martin Luther King's march and the civil the civil rights movement was not about you having sex with a black man and making these swirly ass kids that was the purpose it just was not the purpose. <laughs> Bam! It just wasn't. <laughs> anyway, I, I, I agree that that was not the core message of Martin Luther King, um, but so so be it. So, getting back to Jennifer, um, which is Omari Hardwick's wife. So, what you think about her now? Girl, you ain't gonna do this to me. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> no. You were trying to get me disinvited to all the parties. I'm trying to get invited to. No. <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm just gonna leave it at that. What it No, well, one thing that you said that I thought was very funny. You said that we all have an animal lookalike. Did you? Yeah, okay, so I did say that. I think that you know, no matter what you look like, I think we all look like an animal. We do. We just do. I think she, she looks like she looks like an animal. She looks like a male animal. I don't quite know what that animal is, but whatever it is, it's a male. <laughs> We gonna we gonna do a, a target rollback real quick. Hold up. <laughs> Whatever the animal is, it is for sure a male animal. <laughs> I mean, I, I, you know, I actually thought she was it. She was interracial herself. I, I didn't know she was all white. Honestly, I don't know. Just looking like I do looking like looking at her, and she you know she's a. I think she's a. She's. Attractive in her own in her own way. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I I would never describe her as unattractive. I wouldn't, I would never say that because I don't think she's unattractive. I just think she's a handsome man. Okay, goodbye, girl. I got to go. I got to go. (laughs) I know we're shooting the podcast, but I gotta go. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to get parties. I'm trying to trying to get me this invited. She's trying to get me Wendy Williams at the door. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Um. And speaking of speaking of Omari Hardwick, have you are you caught up on um Power? Yeah, yeah. So I actually posted a video of my update on who I think Kill goes. I'm still standing strong on who I think Kill goes. I think it's what one of two people. It's Tariq, right? No, I don't think it's Tariq. I don't think it's Tariq. I think Tariq. I think Tariq. I think Tariq ha- wants to kill him and has the capability of killing him I just think that somebody else beat him to it I don't think it's Tariq though I don't think it's Tariq I don't think it's Tasha I think it's either um Ramona's son Uh uh-huh for some reason my my mother hates Ramona's son's eyebrows she was like I don't understand why his eyebrows are so (laughs) (laughs) arched But that's the thing though that is a thing like, I that's the thing and like uh like these dominican kids and puerto Rican guys they go to the barbershop they get their hair cut and they get their their eyebrows razored wait can i tell you tell you a quick story so i used to date this guy in high school and shout out to him because he was like the love of my life at the time so he was a barber and i talked him into because he had these really bushy eyebrows i talked him into Getting them arched, getting them cleaned up. Girl. And you know, like when you, when you, and then in the beginning it sounds like a good idea, but then when you see it, and I was like, man, I am so sorry I told him. To do that. <laughs> you know, <I, laughs> it's yeah. so beautiful. It was better than mine. <laughs> my, my my ex. One day I uh, I convinced him to shave off his facial hair. <laughs> Girl, he came to my door. I didn't want to open the door. I was so scared. <laughs> I really, I could not look him in the face probably for like a week until it started to grow in. I couldn't look at him. It was so scary. It was really scary. I was, I felt so bad because he had to walk around looking like that. I feel, I feel, I feel so bad. They arched his brows so he looked evil all the time. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Bad, bad After idea. that, he, he he had he had no time for me. He was like none of my <laughs> suggestions, nothing. Get out of my face. No. The answer is no. <laughs> don't even fix your mouth. No. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Wait, why are we talking about that? I don't oh, know. Don't... The, um... was... oh uh-huh. the guy, Junior's. Oh, who's junior. okay. oh, who got it? Okay, yeah. Yeah. okay. So I think it's um. For some reason, I just think I think it's somebody that we just don't suspect. I don't think it's none of the usual suspects. I don't think it's Tasha, because I even though she hates ghosts and I think he, you know, he's hurt her to the core, I just don't think she would take her kids' father away from them. Um Tariq, he absolutely has it in him to kill him. I think somebody just beat him to it. Um mm-hmm. I think it's Junior, which is Pa's son. For some reason it just I think it's him. Or I think it has something to do somebody in this little political game that he's in. I want to say Ramona. I, I just feel like there's like a little twist in there, um, yeah. a little manipulation to get him off of Tate's ticket onto the other woman's running ticket and then kill him, um, because I think they wanted him off of Tate's ticket, um, and I think killing him while he was on Tate's ticket would have ruined Tate's chances of being elected or re-elected. So I think it has something. It's uh, somebody on that side. So it's I'm still holding true. One of those two people. So, you know, we'll see next Sunday when they post the next uh, episode. There's actually some spoilers running around that got leaked, some alternate endings. So I haven't seen them. Um, Ooh, yeah, I don't, I, see yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't want to see that. Yeah, I don't want to see them. i Yeah. Um yeah, that, yeah, I'm still, I think it's Greek. That that scene at the end when he took his last breath, that, that's what, that's still the deal for me. But we'll see. It, it's, yeah. Because what do they have? Three more episodes left? Two more. Two? two more. Two more. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's, and it's, then it's over. Then he really goes. Okay. Yeah, all right. Right. Really goes. So we'll find he out. Later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Moving, moving the fuck on. <laughs> We're okay. We we are now at the woke minute, the uh kitten hill segment of the show. And um, this is actually pretty interesting. I think in in light of you know, all the That Jay Z has gotten in Rock Nation these past couple of months. So, I don't know if you've heard this, but Jay Z and Rock Nation have now filed a federal lawsuit against uh, Mississippi prison officials where they allege that there have been vile prison conditions. So, um, this is huge in terms of like prison reform and just addressing the inhumane treatment of, of inmates. So, Jay Z has sued the head of the Mississippi Department of Corrections and the warden of the state penitentiary. So I didn't know this, but they said that there has been a, a, a total of five deaths of inmates in a two week period. So the lawsuit was filed on behalf of the dozens of prisoners who alleged that the officials uh, willfully allowed or did not stop some of the deaths that uh, that, that had occurred in, the, in this one particular prison. So uh, the quote is that these deaths are a direct result of Mississippi's utter disregard for the people it has incarcerated and their constitutional rights. This is what the lawsuit has said that was filed by uh, Jay-Z's lawyer, Alex Spiro, at the U.S. District Court in Greenville, Mississippi. So it's just ta- it just calls out the human- inhumane treatment. I think this is a huge move for Jay-Z um, and Rock Nation. What do you think? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think um, there needs to be a lot more um, um, investigation on the prison system. Um, I've been reading a book, for some months now it's hard to get through this book. This is a very uh upper echelon book. It's called um The New Jim Crow, which is written by Michelle Alexander, and it talks mm-hmm. about the um the um prison industrial system and um and the whole um uh war on drugs, war on drugs that took place back in the 80s and how we have the highest amount of criminals, uh people being imprisoned. Um, and if you go back to if you go back to the 13th Amendment, you know slavery was abolished, but it wasn't it it was it wasn't really abolished. It was just kind of transformed into prison. So you can you can't mm-hmm. willfully enslave anyone unless they've committed a crime. So there was a whole movement that happened that was actually started by Carter, I want to say, um, the war on drugs, but it really picked up speed with um, or maybe it was Nixon. Um, and it really picked up speed when, um, when Ronald Reagan took office. And then when, um, the Clintons, Bill Clinton came into office, then they put the, they put that whole prison industrial complex system on, like, they put a battery pack in it and they imprisoned more people in the prison system that were, that was ever enslaved. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, the, the, um, you know, the, um, the the state of our prison system is absolutely horrible. We, we hear all these horrible stories about people who are in who get um, wrongly convicted, who are forced into these plea deals and they get involved in, in, in the system. They get in these systems and they can't get out. And then once they out, they have um, they have the stigma tied to them where they're, you know, they're. Um, they they've been charged with a federal crime so they can't vote then right. you get denied jobs you get denied housing so it it's 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 like a, a cycle it's like a snowball that keeps keeps building and building and building so absolutely I really support this um this movement I really support this yeah. uh, this lawsuit absolutely yeah and uh Yo Gotti is also involved and um you know it just this to me is the evolution of you know rappers and you know they're using their you know philanthropic arm of whatever of their company to really you know make some sort of reform and change and I think that is you know we could talk all we want and we could say what we want to say but you know he's actually putting his money where his mouth is and I I'm I'm appreciative of that because things like this you know in terms of these kind these levels of cases take so much money just in terms of legal (laughs) fees alone um, and the timing so you know for Jay Z, Rock Nation to spearhead something like this um, and really address these hu- inhumane conditions, to me is it's it's huge, and I'm hoping that others with this you know that level of um, you know financial wherewithal will kind of take note, you know. Yeah. Do the same, follow step. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. I watched the I watched the interview with Ed Gordon on the Breakfast Club, and the topic this is kind of on topic, but a little bit off topic. So he talked about um, Tyler Perry. And you know, I just, I just really dogged out Tyler Perry. Mm-hmm. But, but, but what he said was, you know, if we have to endure, because Tyler Perry has done a lot of philanthropic things. He has provided like, um, like um, private planes for people who were. Yep. I, I forget exactly what was the. Um, what was what was actually going on but he provided private planes for people to get shipped so he was like you know if we have to endure badia movies for for him um in exchange for him doing like these um these great things for people in need then you know out you know it's just something we got to do so you'll uh-oh. sit on your couch and watch <laughs> say what <laughs> you'll sit on your couch and watch the movie. I, <laughs> I, I may not movie. watch it. I, I I probably won't watch. I probably just hold my tongue a little bit better <laughs> than what I just did. <laughs> but, you know, I know it's it's almost like you got to take the good with the bad sometimes. And some of the moves that Jay-Z has done have been phenomenal. Some of them have been questionable. But, you know, you can't deny the good things that he's done. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right. Yeah. Love it, Jay. All righty. Okay, moving on. mm Mhm. Where we at? All right. So we're at the weekend dick report. Okay, it's been a while. It has been a while, man. I'm born again over here. Come on now. Come on. All right. So let me read this. This is more of a relationship kind of, uh, kind of story, but we'll get into it. So, this was dropped into our inbox from one of our readers. This is a woman who's dating this man. Um, I've been dating a great guy for a year and a half. Excuse me. He's funny, smart, when he comes to my house, he washes my dishes, he plays with my son. He's very attentive um, and he cooks for me. He's always buying me little things like uh, a desk coffee heater um, because he knows I like hot coffee or bulbs, (laughs) light bulbs for the living room. He's a super fun guy. He often leaves sweet little notes around the house for me. The downside is he has zero ambition, zero motivation and no life goals. We are in our early thirties and I'm a professional with my own home. He lives in a small room in a house with two housemates. His job pays very little. Um, but although he has few responsibil- responsibilities, responsibilities, is very slow to look for other jobs. Um, I have talked to him about our future and we both want to be together, but I told him I'm not going to support him. Uh, we want to move in together, but he needs to be more financially stable. He needs to be my equal. When we mm-hmm. spoke, he agreed with me that uh that he can in fact do better. He promised that he will be looking. Um, and I've been waiting months to see him change, but nothing has happened. Um, should I wait for him? What should I do? Should I talk mm-hmm. to him about it again? <clears throat> so you that's wanna, why. you want you wanna ask us? <laughs> uh, this nigga is trying to get wifed up. <laughs> He's trying to be a housewife. <laughs> <Go run. laughs> Absolutely. But niggas out here they trying to get wife. <laughs> that niggas yassir <laughs> He is he is cooking and cleaning, girl. No, bye. Absolutely no. Um, no yeah. Think- you, you know, I'm always going to say like, you know, people in, you know, in these type of situations, people will only do as much as you allow them to do. Mm-hmm. And you know, in any situation where you have two people you, you can get comfortable in whatever situation it is, as long as everybody's of, kind of the same mind. You know what I'm saying? So if this is her, if that was her thing, it would be fine. You know, some people, some people that works, you know, he might stay at home and, you know, you could send me little notes and he might work at the Starbucks. He's a barrister, you know, while she's out there, you know, making all the money. If that works for them and she's, and she's okay with that, but she's already said in three paragraphs how she's not okay with it. So Mm -hmm. there's nothing that's going to change that situation for her. And, you know, it, it, it might not, it doesn't necessarily have to just be about finances, but I think what, because that to me would be the end result for her. Like, okay, if he was motivated, he'd be making X amount of money. And, you know, but I think what she's linking his, non motivation is the fact that he has this job that pays him very little. So already for her it is the way that she calculates and sees motivation is directly related to how much money he has in the bank, how much money he's earning. That that makes sense for her. And because of that, he's not on that he's not on that wavelength because if he was, he'd be making more money. He'd be he'd have a different job. He he doesn't. Mm-hmm. So already they have that that to me, like that part right there is never going to go away. Even if he became the breadwinner and, you know, the tables were turned, well, I, I won't say that. It, it, it would change financially for her, but I think what she's looking at is he's not, um, how, how was I going to say it? All, okay, so let me just go back. Already the, the problem is He's never going to be what she wants him to be, yeah. so she's actually going to have to make him. You know, she she probably she probably put some seeds in his in his mind, and they're going to grow. And for the next relationship that he's going to be in, but it's it's not going to happen in in this one. Unless yeah. flattery, you, you can't you can't talk motivation to someone else who's not motivated. It has to come from within. And I think if, in this instance, uh, I think part of it has to do with financial financially, but the other the main part is motivation because you can have somebody who doesn't make a lot of money but has all the motivation and is taking the steps to to better himself and put himself in a better financial situation. Um, Even if he has a shitty job, maybe he gets a second a second job just to, you know, so that he has more money. She can see that this is a work in progress and she sees that he's moving forward. But there's no ambition here. So you can talk to this man and you are blue in the face. But until he wants better from himself, he's not going to do it. He's Mm -hmm. absolutely not going to do it. And I think, you know, in in this situation, what he's doing is kind of easing him his way into her life domestically, you know, Trying to trying to get into the, the gate that way because he knows he can't financially he's not there he's not motivated to do anything better but you know he's trying to he's trying to get get him get her uh, domestically dependent on him and get used to him do, doing the cooking doing the cleaning so that he makes his transition into her house smooth <laughs> these niggas are slick I'm telling you these niggas are slick <laughs> and I see it I, I see see what he doing. <laughs> you just gave him a whole mo out of I I mean because I think I, what I see is he's he's very attentive in in other in ways that are that have nothing to do with finances and um you know the roles are reversed for them right. so and at the end be- of the day you washing my dishes is not the same as you paying a fucking bill. <laughs> It's just, it doesn't, it's not, for me, it's just not equal. I can wash my you own dishes. You ain't never <laughs> lie. You ain't never lie. I, I think, you know, he's probably a sweetheart in a lot of ways, but you know, you but he's not motivated in a sense of being the provider. Mm-hmm. So he's the, nur- he's the nurturer. It sounds like he's very much a nurturer, which so the roles are kind of reversed, but he's not necessarily the providing type. Yeah. And that's okay, because there are actually some women who love that. You know, like right. it's, it's each his own. But she just she's not the one, and yeah. I know you're not the one. You know, I'm <laughs> not, not the one. one. Absolutely not the one. <laughs> and, I, and and I know I'm I'm not the one. You know, <laughs> I, I have this saying. I remember, you know, as a as a divorced woman, there was a time. I love pancakes. There was a time that I would get, you know, the pancakes where you gotta. It's the. It's basically the the powder, but you got to add the eggs and you got to add the oil and you got to add the water and they take longer to make. They taste a little better sometimes, but they take so fucking long to make. Mm-hmm. Okay. So today I am Aunt Jemima complete. So bring me the box where all I got to do is add the water. And that's how that's where I'm living right now. There mm-hmm. used to be a time where I would go and I want to add all the ingredients, but not no more. So I say this to say, I'm not into Build a Bear no more. Girl, so, if, no. if that's what we're doing, I don't want to go into that store anymore. So, we I, Girl, I am absolutely there with you. <laughs> you know, we have had, and I've, and I've actually had to like reevaluate how I approach different things to see maybe I'm being too harsh, maybe I'm being too mean. Um, and maybe I need to soften up just a tad bit, not a whole lot, but just a tad bit. But there are some non negotiables. And I think if you've gone a certain route, um, in a previous relationship, and you know that didn't work out for you, mm. um, you know you don't want to go back there again. And that's mm. kind of where I am. So when I well, see you burned out all your edges from using this <laughs> damn flat So when you said I gave this whole man an MO, I I read all into the shit. I read this and I was like, I know exactly what the fuck he's doing. Because niggas be trying to do that, they be trying to get wiped up. I'm telling you, I am telling you, they try to get wiped up quick, and it's so funny because. I don't know like his I don't know if these people are black or white or whatever, 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 or, or their economic standing or where they, how they grew up, but am I gonna say this? I'm not gonna never mind. Never mind, never mind, never mind. I, girl, you might as well spill it. So I, I find it so I, <laughs> <laughs> we just it's tell the truth tuesday go ahead you know what i found this is our motherfucking show we can say what the fuck we want no but i don't even know if i want to say it never mind never mind never mind because it really doesn't go with this never mind i'm I'm gonna skip it never mind i'm gonna say it in another context it's not really right for this context though okay all right yeah all right Mm -hmm. No. Um, I think I, we I can. Say, girl buy. He, he gotta go. He has to go. You can. He has to go. He buying you all these little fucking knickknacks from the Dollar Tree. <laughs> <laughs> get out of here. Knickknacks. <laughs> <laughs> some shit. Some, yeah. little, some Try to reel you in, get you stuck. Hey, right, you gonna open your and get all, have all this random shit that you don't even fucking want from this nigga that he didn't boy spent a dollar on, five dollars on, nah. Uh, <laughs> Mm-mm. She said and that, yeah, and the smart bulbs. Don't forget the smart bulbs, cause he sure was putting some light, changing some light bulbs. Some light bulbs, nigga. You know them economical smart bulbs, them see. Light bulbs. Keep light bulbs, girl. Light bulbs. You should not even put that in this letter. <laughs> light bulbs. I don't. I don't want to bash this, cause she came to us. You know, yeah. Uh, hey, but so, on, like both. But, but yes, girl. I think this this is you've already said. it. I think people, you know, they always give themselves the best advice when they kind of go through it. Like you yeah, already I know, already but know. you just want somebody to confirm <laughs> is, it for you. you know, you I like, already know. You're not confused. She says she's. You're not. You're not confused. You know exactly what's going on here. Mm-hmm. Um, time to cut your losses,
1: because
0: yeah. this shit would have me mad. Like if I gotta okay uh yeah Mm-mm. Mm-mm. he know i like my coffee hot so he brought me a, a cup warmer <laughs> <laughs> all right dude, this dude gotta go i know it sounds sweet in the moment he's he brought you a gift we all love gifts but bigger picture sis yeah all right hopefully we gave him some good advice yeah sorry yeah we did <laughs> he said sorry <laughs> i know i was a little mean Diddy and Dirty Money, Ass on the Floor, which features Swiss Beats, and this was from their debut album. I think it was their only album, actually. Last Train to Paris, and Old album, final album, greatest hits, all <laughs> on one. <laughs> But let me tell you about this song, why it's one of my most favorite songs. This song, for some reason, whatever it awakens to me, my African roots just come up because of them drums, man. The drums, the synthesizer, this song just does it for me. I actually used to play a game when I would come back to New York and like hang out with my sisters and we would just play this song over and over again and and we would stop at every traffic light and one of us would get out and dance real hard and jump back in the car before the light changed green. Like, this song has so many memories for me. I still play it. It just, you know, Diddy has, we can speak whatever we want about Diddy. I have my own personal thing about Diddy, um, but he's a genius in so many ways. You know, didn't know these two chicks, Dirty Money, don't really, I couldn't even name, see them on the street. I wouldn't even know who they are, to be honest with you. But. That out, that album, Last Train to Paris, was so banging. This song was, I'm telling you, it still does it for me. It still wakens something up in me. It just, it brings me back to Wakanda forever. I don't know, it just does something. So, ass on the floor, man. Just get your ass on the floor. It's like you have no, you have no choice but to dance. <laughs> Dick is a genius. He, I, and I, I liken him to, I, I don't, I wouldn't say he's an equivalent to Quincy Jones, but I liken him to Quincy Jones because Quincy Jones was a collaborator and he, he oversaw amazing projects and he knew who to pick to put projects together to make an amazing sound. And I think Diddy has that same quality. Absolutely. Yeah. Ah, man. You in the club, get your ass on the floor and that's exactly what you need to do. So. <laughs> love it, love it, love it. All right. okay. Alrighty. We gotta move on. I love that song. Good lord. Okay, go ahead. We move All on. Alright, so we are at the Support Black Businesses. This is a part of the uh, episode where we uh, we support black businesses. That we do- highlight up black business. <laughs> because we are growing our economy. We love growing our economy and strengthening our communities. And we believe in supporting products and services that are made foo-boo for us by us. Bam. Thank you. You know You're I have welcome. to read that one. It's not there. I don't know what the fuck to say. In- we know we just been- for 71 episodes, but it's all good. Girl, you girl, you <laughs> girl, know it took me forever to figure out Nicki Minaj's name. You know my memory is terrible. Yeah, I, like who that girl from Queens that rap? <laughs> like what? <laughs> 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 I need to start doing some, some start. exercises. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, so this is my support back black businesses and um the highlight this week is called EBJ Gallery and it's an Instagram um store that I actually found um some months ago. Um the owner is called Aisha Brightwell. I think she's black, or well, she's black adjacent. I'm mm-hmm. not sure. Uh I her name is Aisha, so that's that's black. Um but I've been following <laughs> her <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> i think she's got some black in her uh or she's like spanish or something. i don't know she's black or Jason. anyway so i've actually i don't know how i found her on um on instagram but i found her and so she she makes like um earrings she makes like uh earrings and she wraps like different fabrics around them um and i've been on the hunt for some bamboo earrings i had some before and i wanted to get some they turn colors Mm -hmm. (laughs) i wanted to get some greens and blues right so but i wanted to get real bamboo earrings but you know i would go to the jewelry stores i would go down you know to the to the stores and i just had a problem with giving my money to asian Mm -hmm. these Asian places. I just have, I just have a problem with it. So, you know, and I was on Instagram trying to find like a a, a black person who makes these bamboo earrings and a lot of stores that are out there that make bamboo earrings are not black women They're not black adjacent. So I felt that way about that, but somehow I I stumbled upon this store and what she does. So the ones I actually, she had a pop-up store yesterday down in Soho and I went down there, um, And I bought these bamboo earrings, and she wraps them in um, lambskin gold leather. Girl, they're so fucking dope. And a lot of, like, celebrities follow her and and purchase her merchandise. When I was there, Joy Bryant was there buying She actually bought the earrings that I wanted, so I got (laughs) another pair. Uh, But, you know, Joy Bryant supports her. Rhapsody, Uh, Tracy Ellis Ross has these big, like, Neon pink bamboo earrings, Missy Elliott, Queen Latifah, Miss uh, Misa Hinton, uh, Faith Evans. So you should actually go on her Instagram. It's called EBJ. And she just provides like one of, one of a kind handcrafted jewelry pieces. Um, and she just takes like really dope fabrics and, and wraps these earrings in. Like she has a pair of bamboo earrings now that are wrapped in like Gucci material. It's really, it's actually pretty dope. It's really pretty dope. So I suggest you go uh, check it out. Her name is Aisha Brightwell and her Instagram is EBJ. Just type in EBJ and it'll pop up. Oh, cool. So go with the quarter. Yep. Okay. dope. Love it. Love it. Okay. Well, you know, we get here so fast and we hate to leave y'all, but we have come to the end. So... You can subscribe to That's What I'm Saying, the podcast. we in the Apple Podcast app, Google Play, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, Spreaker, Stitcher, CastPod, TuneIn, and Spotify. And please, y'all, follow us on our Instagram at TwizPod. Hit us up if you have any questions for the Weekend D report. You got a song for the I Reminisce that you want to suggest or any topic that you want us to touch on for the Woke or the Ratchet Minute. Please, please, please hit us up on our IG, Instagram at TwizPod. And also catch That's What I'm Saying, the TV show. See you in the flesh uh download the island tv app and now who do we always shout out we always want to give a super shout out to our producer vegas world inc you can catch him on instagram also catch him on twitter he has a podcast called hip-hop now um until next time thank you for watching and supporting us check us out and we'll see you next time peace peace uh hold on stop recording